Good morning, Tim. Great to be with y'all. And not to dwell on the past, I'm sure you don't want to either, but just a quick question here. I have my own theory as to what happened in January of 2021, and it's real simple. Republicans just didn't go back to the polls. Is that your assessment of what happened in that runoff? Well, that was certainly a big part of it, and that's really informed my step every uh, day since leaving office in 2020 to make sure that Georgians come back to the polls, that they understand that our elections are fair, thanks to Senate Bill 202 that Governor Kemp signed into law, and that we have to take matters into our own hands. I mean, this is all about empowering the voter and broadening the tent here in Georgia, because this is a red state. We just have to prove it by voting. All right, about that, and that has been, as you say, Kelly Leffler, a kind of a concerted effort on your part, get Republicans back to the polls. And Republicans, some of them, and I don't know how many of them there are out there now, but there are some who are still disaffected by 2020. That election was stolen, some of them still say. And I can understand the logic. If I believe the game is rigged, there's no reason for me to play. How do you convince them it isn't rigged and that they do need to play? Well, that's the important question, because what we saw in January of 2021, we had over 339,000 Republicans stay home and not vote. The races, both Senate races, were lost by less than 100,000 votes. And what we have to make sure is that people feel empowered, that it's fair. That's what we've been focused on, is educating voters on the changes that were made in Senate Bill 202 that rolled back the unprecedented changes that were made to our elections in 2020, whether it was mass mailing of unsolicited uh, absentee ballot requests, the drop boxes, the Zucker box, all that stuff has been changed by Senate Bill 202. So we've been on a massive voter education effort, mobilization, and then also voter registration. We cannot yield voter registration to the left where they had basically a monopoly on voter registration for years. So we've been making sure to be in schools and uh, events. We've been at grocery stores, gas stations, gun stores, registering conservatives and making sure that they know that their voice matters in these upcoming elections. <laughs> yeah, the voter registration, I, I don't know whose idea that was, uh, maybe yours. Uh, hey, let's uh, register voters at the gas station. Let's remind them. I, I've said, perhaps others have said as well, the, the, the Republicans don't need billboards. They just need the signs at the gas stations now telling us what the price is. That was genius uh, to sign up voters at gas stations. But registration in general, as you say, that has always been the province of the left. If I heard there was a voter registration drive somewhere, I assume assume the Democrats were doing it. Finally, as you say, Republicans getting into that game. Well, and it's going to take all of us doing you know, these unique efforts across the state, whether it's some of the roundtables we've held with uh, Hispanic voters, with the black community and others, trying to broaden our reach and make sure that we're a diverse and growing party in terms of being able to contact people where they are whether it's at the grocery store or the, or the gun store or the gas station, and say, this is what's at stake. When you played the clip of, of Warnock's words at the beginning, he's voted over and over to shut down the Keystone Pipeline, which has made prices for gasoline, home heating in this country go through the roof, and we haven't seen the end of it. We have to make sure that people connect the dots and that we hold elected officials accountable 
particularly in Washington, for the direction of this country, which most of America believes is going in the wrong direction. Uh, Senator Kelly Leffler, former Senator Kelly Leffler, again, now they're trying to get Georgia voters registered and get Georgia voters back to the polls uh, in time for November. Again, 124 days until November 8th, the race for governor, the race for Senate, uh, up for grabs in Georgia and, of course, local elections as well. You mentioned education. Uh, a part of this drive, you say, is to educate voters, and would-be voters, about the efficacy of Senate Bill 202 specifically. Hey, the game is no longer rigged. We got this figured out. How's that education effort going? Well, it's going great because all you have to do is look back to our uh, general, uh, our midterm primary in May and see that turnout almost doubled for conservatives, up 98%. And that's really remarkable in terms of setting a record so soon after a very contentious 2020. And that's largely thanks to the, the laws that the governor has passed that our state legislature has gotten into effect. And you mentioned local elections. That's a huge focus for our work at Citizens for Greater Georgia, which is really our effort to elect conservatives, uh, Republicans up and down the ballot across the state, particularly in the state Senate. And you look at what is possible in a red state with a conservative, with a Republican legislature, and the type of bills that we get passed, the economic development, uh, when you have a governor like Governor Kemp, the CEO of the state who's bringing business, jobs, economic development, driving down the unemployment rate, uh, passing great legislation that's tough on crime, and things like the heartbeat bill, uh, while also passing uh, resources for moms, adoption, and foster care. Those are the types of issues that make sure Georgians know that they have a fighter in there for them, and they need that at the local level. I mean, you see that in Athens. Uh, with your DA, uh, who refuses to uphold all of the bills, even or the laws, even though she is the chief law enforcement officer in, in your region. So local elections matter, and people have to turn out to vote, and that Senate Bill 202 gives them the confidence to do that. Uh, you mentioned, Kelly Leffler, Citizens for a Greater Georgia. Where can folks learn more about that? Where can folks get involved? So... Look, we've got a great effort underway through Citizens for Greater Georgia, building the ground game across the state. Citizensforgreatergeorgia.com, you can learn more. We're also on social media. This is to make sure that our legislature stays Republican. And that is so important because if you look at the post-COVID recovery world, you see that red states led by Republican governors and state legislatures are recovering significantly faster than what's done in blue states. Blue states have lost over 1.3 million jobs, where on the other hand, Republican states have added millions of jobs. So we want to be in a vibrant, we want to continue to be in a vibrant state. We want to make sure we keep our state red, but we've got to vote locally um, even if we're thinking nationally about some of the big issues, it all happens at the local level. And very quickly, and let's go on this one, uh, quick answer, uh, yes or no. Uh, any thought at all, any political future at all for Kelly Leffler? Uh, no plans right now. Look, I'm a business person, and I don't think you have to be a politician to make a difference. I'm happy to use my resources and, and my position to advance the conservative movement and to make sure that Republicans win up and down the ballot. Kelly Leffler, citizensforgreatergeorgia.com. Best of luck with this. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Sam. God bless.